Create That Podcast, episode 107, top takeaways from the Artful Business Conference, and more. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to the show for another week. I am just back from the Artful Business Conference where I spent three days uh, learning, being reminded, being inspired, meeting new people, meeting old friends, and generally just kind of diving into the world of creative business with a whole bunch of like-minded people, which has been fantastic. Um, It's interesting, you know, this is my fourth Artful Business Conference There's been five, but I missed one because I was overseas. And I was talking to uh, someone at the conference and she asked me, you know, what keeps you coming back? Especially at this point in my business where I've been in business for almost 10 years and I, you know, I'm doing okay. (laughs) I'm happy with how things are going. It's not like I'm struggling or, you know, confused or overwhelmed mostly by my business. I'm pretty, pretty confident with, um, you know, how I have structured my business, how I run my business. So why do I keep going back and why, you know, is a conference like that useful, especially for people who have been in business for a long time? And I said, you know, it's really, it's not that I learn anything new, although occasionally I do, you know, there's always more to learn. It's more about being one reminded of the things that you know you should be doing and you're not doing or you haven't done yet. And two, just being inspired by the environment and being around people who think the same way or at least in a similar way and who have that enthusiasm for business. It's, you know, really awesome. And I always come away from that conference really inspired and with lots of ideas. And this time's no different. Um, this time was a bit, she had uh, Elle Roberts, who runs the conference, had, you know, the two-day conference. And then on the Monday, there was actually an extra VIP, like mastermind morning for those who'd bought that ticket. And it was really brilliant because it, you know, was the chance for a smaller group of people to sit around and, and help each other out and give each, give each other advice on their respective businesses. And I came out of that with a lot of great info. In fact, I came out of the whole weekend with a whole bunch of really inspiring and useful stuff. So that's what this episode's about. I'm actually going to kind of make it a bit of a best of, at least from my perspective of what I experienced and some of the stuff I learned at the conference and pass it on to you um, in the hope that you find it useful and helpful as well. And then I'm going to give you a bit of an update on some new things that are in the works or some changes that I've decided to make in my own business based upon, you know, the conference and the sort of thoughts I had and the epiphanies and so on and so forth. So one of the first things I want to talk about is SEO or search engine optimization. There was a really great workshop by Kate Toon, who is an SEO um, mastermind, I guess, yeah, based in Sydney. I'm actually hoping to have her in the show to teach you more about this in future, because I know we've had um, Fuseries on the show about SEO, and that was an, that's an excellent episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to her episode on SEO. I had a heaps of positive feedback. But you know what? It's one of those topics where I think we can always learn more. And Kate had a lot of awesome stuff to share. And it made me realize, you know, it's something I know a lot about and pretty much most 
of what she t- she shared in her workshop, you know, I knew really, but I realized I wasn't doing a really, I'm not doing the best job I could be doing. And it's so important, um, not only for Create and Thrive, but for a feral, you know, I mean, she asked the question or posed the thing, you know, where do people go when they want to buy something? Do they get on Instagram or Facebook and just kind of hope it pops up? Or do they check their email and just kind of hope it arrives, you know, this thing that they want appears? No. What do they do? What do you do? You Google it, right? <laughs> if you want to buy something specific, you hop on, you type in what you're looking for, and then you follow, you know, the links. Or you might, you know, if you want handmade specifically, you might go to Etsy, for example. So, you know, when you think about it that way, wow, how important is it to make sure that you're showing up on that first page of Google for your chosen keywords, right? Really, really freaking important. And um, so it's just reminded me that I could do way better than I'm doing in my business. And that's something that's going to be a priority for me in the next few months is really updating and going through my SEO. Also, because I have been in business a long time, and this might go for you as well, there's just kind of stuff that's a bit dated, you know, like um, my Etsy profile, which when you search my name is one of the top results. I don't think I've updated that for like five years, <laughs> which is ridiculous, really. And I'm just like, gosh, it's just one of those things, you know, that just it, it's so far down the priority list. It's one of those important but not urgent tasks that you just don't get around to it unless you make it a priority. So I'm going to make that and many other things a priority. Um, another one is updating websites. So my both my Ethereal and my Create and Thrive site, while they've served me beautifully, I'm feeling like they're a bit dated. They're getting a bit old looking, you know, because I did them a few years ago now. And the internet moves and evolves. And what looks like a fresh, fun site now, my sites don't look that like that anymore. So it's time for me to make a change and make sure to bring those, you know, websites kind of up to date. So that's another big thing. And with that, obviously making sure that I'm implementing those SEO, um, you know, key points really, really properly. And a couple of those things just to, just for your information, when you're thinking about keywords, obviously think about, you know, your customer, what they're going to type in Google. And don't think about short words, like don't try to rank for jewelry or even sterling silver jewelry. Like it's not going to happen. There's too much competition for that keyword. You have to be really focused and try to go for what are called long tail keywords. So they're the keywords that might not have as many searches, but then that means you can much more easily rank highly in Google for those particular search terms. So for me, one of them would be oxidized sterling silver wedding rings. That's a long tail keyword and that's something I want to rank for or, you know, black sterling silver wedding rings or something like that. Those longer, very specific keywords or key phrases, if you prefer, that really describe your product to a T. It might be materials, location, who's it for, all of those sorts of things are really important. Another few tips Kate uh, shared that I'm going to reshare just a few. One, don't use sliders on your site if because if you do, it's chances are it's slowing your site down. You want your website to be at a load within five seconds or less. That's the ideal time because you got to remember people don't have a lot of uh, a lot of a very long attention span anymore. So 
you know, and you're probably the same, you know, you go to a website on your phone or your tablet or in your computer, whatever. How long do you wait till it loads? Or do you just give up after a few seconds and go to the next one if it's taking too long? Yeah, we all pretty much give up quickly. So you've got to make sure that your website does load quickly. And one way to um, test that, and this is a tool I've used for years and Kate shared in her presentation, if you go to tools.pingdom.com, you can see and put your website in, you can see how fast it's loading in different locations around the world, which is really interesting. And it will also show you what's slowing it down. So if you find, for instance, you might have a big slider at the top of your page or even just a big image, it's usually images or plugins if you've got a WordPress site <laughs> that's slowing your site down. And that'll allow you to try to speed it up and make it more user-friendly for the people who are visiting your site. Another tip is, and this is one that comes up a lot in um, kind of handmade business, is the whole duplicate content thing. You know, is it okay to have duplicate content on my website? So for example, you know, you're selling something, you have a couple of different variations. Can you have separate pages, you know, um, on your website or in your shop for each one of those things? So Kate said, you know, Don't worry about it. Don't want, you know, the only way that you're going to be penalized by Google for duplicate content is if you're one of those really spammy fake sites that has like hundreds, hundreds of versions of the same page, just with little tweaks. If you've just got a couple or you've, you know, you've got a blog post in one place and you've put it in one other place, it's probably not going to do anything. Um, But she did say, you know, why, why wouldn't she put all of those listings into one and put the variations uh, which is a good point, but sometimes we know that it's fun or it's a bit makes business sense to actually have variations as separate listings for whatever reason, because, you know, it makes it more searchable if they are different enough, or it makes it easier for the customer to find. There's multiple reasons why you might do that with handmade goods. So there's a few little tips for you on SEO. Um, the most important thing to remember is, you know, the, the page title, whatever it is, if it's a product title, if it's the name of your blog post, make sure that you've got those keywords in there and that, you know, you've thought about what people are going to use to search for that particular thing. And oh, on the website thing, so I mentioned I'm going to be redoing my websites. I'm actually pretty much decided that I'm going to use an, a theme that I've just discovered called Divi Theme. For WordPress. Um, Jane mentioned this in our mastermind and Kate backed her up and said, you know, it's a good, it's a great theme to use, not only for usability, but SEO purposes as well, which is what I'm looking for. So that's something to maybe check out if you're interested in um, kind of updating your WordPress website. Uh, it's not a free theme, it does cost, but apparently it has very good support as well. So that's a great thing if you're not, you know, <laughs> a coder or a web developer, which I'm guessing most of you aren't. So there's another tip. Uh, Another great little takeaway from Elle's keynote, and this is one I'm quite fond of, is that she kind of did a talk on seven rules um, for, you know, an entrepreneur or for having a business and when to break them. And so she went on and talked about each one of these rules and the fact that, you know, sometimes you need to break the rules. So basically rules don't exist. And I think this is a really great point to make because you read so many things out there, you know, you must do this to be successful or you must follow this rule or you must get up early to be successful or, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And you know what? It's just not true. Anyone can be successful 
doing things their own way. You can do things your own way as long as you're, you know, following general tenets of business, i.e., you know, you have to market yourself. How you want to do that is up to you. You know, you have to have a quality product. How you want to present that product is up to you. You have to get the work done. When you get the work done is up to you. There are no hard and fast rules about any of this stuff. There's only people's opinions and advice. And I mean, hey, that's what I'm here for, right? On this podcast every week, I'm sharing other people's stories. I'm sharing my own personal experience and my advice. But like I've said before, you know, I'm just one person. I'm sharing my experience and I'm sharing the experiences of everyone I've talked to and worked with over the years, which is, to be fair, a lot of people in the handmade um, community hundreds if not thousands of people so you know I've got a a wide range of experience to draw on but that doesn't mean you can't do something differently you know you can do it your own way and I think that's I think that's really freeing you know if you somehow feel like you should be doing things a certain way but it doesn't work for you then don't do it that way as long as you're doing the things you need to do to move your business forward go for it don't feel like there are shoulds. I, I'm really not a fan of the word should. <laughs> I try to banish it from my own vocabulary as much as possible because I think it's got a lot of ne- negative connotations. You know, you should do this, should do that. No, I don't like shoulds. I like, you know, I need to or I want to or I'm going to um, do that thing because it's the right thing to do for me and for my business, not for you know, Alison's business or Greg's business or Stefan's business or um, Amanda's business. Everybody's business is different and everybody's going to do things a little bit differently. So you have to find out what works for you. And that's very freeing. So that was a big takeaway as well. Just, you know, nothing new to me, but something I really wanted to, you know, get across to you because I think it's incredibly important. Uh, Another great little um, takeaway was from Kylie Lewis's workshop. There's two things. One was, oh, it's actually, one was her keynote and one was her workshop. In the workshop, she shared this awesome video from Simon Sinek uh, about the golden circle of marketing. And you may have seen this before. I'd kind of heard the theory before, but I'd never actually seen the video (laughs) and I'd never seen him describe it. And it was just so brilliant. And he talked about, you know, why certain people and certain businesses, their marketing works so well is because they start with why. They don't start by telling you what the product is and how it's going to be good for you so that you should buy it. They start with a why statement, you know, something they believe so that you can connect with them and that emotional level about this is what we believe. And if you believe the same, you're going to be you're going to be emotionally invested in that. And then they go on to tell you how their product's going to change your life. And then they tell you what it is. So it's really it's kind of an inversion of a lot of what you hear or see in marketing. And it really comes down to what I've taught a lot about finding your why and your story of your business and really getting that out there. And I think it's becoming more common, thankfully, but we'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can go check out the the original video and see what I'm talking about. It's really great. I highly recommend you go have a look at that. It's only a few minutes long. So those are the other thing from Kylie Lewis, and this was really great. And it comes down to, again, that why thing. And she said, you know, brainstorm 20 things you believe in. 
This is not necessarily to do with business. This is just you because you as a person and your business, you know, where's the line? (laughs) Chances are you're not going to be you're not going to be embodying things in your business that you don't believe as a person, right? So brainstorm just for five minutes, 20 things you believe in, see what comes out and see how you can maybe incorporate those beliefs into the why of your business so that you can connect with the right people who also feel the same about things. So those were a few just key little takeaways, little projects, little things you can do and think about. So what am I doing out of all of this? Well, as I said, I'm going to be updating my websites to kind of bring them up to date, work on the SEO, make sure that they're as good as they can possibly be. There's two other things that I'm going to be doing. um, Well, three, actually. (laughs) But one of them is getting myself out there more on other people's podcasts because I, you know, I love podcasting and I'd really like to share my story um, with other people outside of my immediate network so that's something I'm, I'm going to be working on for the rest of the year and I'll be sharing those you know if I am on other podcasts I'll share the links with you guys obviously as well another thing is that in the Thriver Circle I'm making a bit of a change um, with the workshops that we that I offer so by this point uh, you know it's as I we publish this it's going to be June 2017 the Thriver Circle has been around for two and a half years by this stage which blows my mind it's amazing Um, and I've done 30 workshops so there's 30 video workshops in there for members and you know after talk I actually talked to a couple of members who were at the Artful Business Conference and I've talked to you know people in the Facebook group as well and after talking to them, I, I got this feeling, and I've been feeling this for a while, that you know, there's so much content there now. Like it's kind of, especially for new members, it's kind of overwhelming the amount of content that is available to members. And so I wanted to shake things up a little bit and do something a little bit different. I still wanted to do something fun and fresh every month with the members of the circle. So I've decided to move from offering just a video workshop every month to actually doing a project. So an interactive um, project, little small business task that will really help the members of the Thriver Circle move forward in their business. And some months that may mean I do a video workshop if I don't think I've covered that whatever that project is already well. Sometimes I'll be linking to these podcasts or other people's work, you know, but they're going to be really fun. And I've shared this with the members and they're all really excited about it. Um, So I'm really looking forward to making that move. And so we're all going to, you know, each month work together on one little project. It might be something as simple as, you know, make three new products and get them in your store this month or pitch yourself to two bloggers and to get featured this month. Um, Overhaul your social media profile, whatever it might be. Like there's so many possibilities and I'm really excited about really digging in into these little business tasks and working with each other to encourage each other and hold each other accountable, making these things happen to move our businesses forward. So that's going to be really exciting and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, For those of you listening who aren't members of the Thriver Circle or if you're just wondering what the hell is she talking about, um, the Thriver Circle is my private membership site for makers who want a successful handmade business. Uh, Membership's only open four times a year. It's actually opening again at the beginning of July. So if this sounds exciting, it's something you want to take part in uh, joining us for these projects and all of the heaps of other stuff you get as being for being a member, just head on over to thrivercircle.com and you'll see all the information there. So that's the second thing. And the third thing, which I'm really 
looking forward to. It's going to be really fun. It's something I need your help with. And that is I've decided to start a little series of Q&A videos. They're going to be just no more than five minutes long. So super short, sweet, to the point answers to your questions about handmade business. So I need you to share your questions with me. You can head over to Instagram or Facebook, look for the post. There'll be a post there that I've posted very recently, if you're listening to this when it's gone out, or if not any other time, leave it on the Facebook page and leave me a question that I can answer in five minutes or less <laughs> that has something to do with running a handmade business. I've, you know, I've already got a huge list of questions because I hear the same questions over and over and over again. Um, from people. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm ready to run with, but I want to hear from you. You know, you might come up with something that I don't have yet. There might be something that's been, you know, really relevant or that you've been struggling with. So please come over and share that with me. It's at Create and Thrive on Instagram or on Facebook. Just search Create and Thrive and you'll come up with the Facebook uh, page where you can leave your question for me. And obviously as these start, I'll be sharing them on YouTube and etc. So you can always, you know, every time a new one comes out, you can always leave any new questions um, under the videos and I can add them to my to-do list, my to-answer list. So that's the, the last kind of thing I'm going to be working on in the coming year. It's going to be super fun. I'm really, really excited about that. Um, you know, I love chatting to you and I think it'll be a nice way to give you a little snippet of a device um, in those videos that'll be a bit a bit quicker and easier for you to digest than these long podcasts, obviously. Although, of course, they're not going anywhere, don't you worry. Podcasts will uh, be here for a very, will be here for a very long time to come. So I'm going to leave you there with this little roundup of the conference and some takeaways. I hope you found some of that information super useful, might have kind of dinged a light bulb in your head. And remember, come on over to Instagram or Facebook, leave me your handmade business questions that I can answer in five minutes or less, <laughs> and I will add them to my list and uh, maybe you'll see that pop up in the not too distant future. Thanks so much for listening, Thrivers. It's been wonderful being here with you again for another week. Uh, remember, this has been episode 107. And remember to have, head over to the Create and Thrive site. Look for the show notes, especially if you want to check out that video by Simon Sinek. And I'll put links to all these people I've talked about. Who are these people? I will put links to their website so you can find out more about them as well. So thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you. Well, I'll see you. I'll talk to you again next week. And bye for now.